Hub Hopper Originals. Welcome everyone to episode 10 of the unofficial VAR, a Hub Hopper original. I am your host Prasad Bhutkar, and joining me over the phone today is Shlomo Samuel. Shlomo, is that the first time we've tried this <laughs> over the phone? And how have you yeah. been, my friend, over the weekend? Uh, yes, I'm. I'm good, and this is the first time we have been doing it on call. And I'm. I'm excited to talk about a lot of games which which have happened in all all over Europe. There's the Milan derby. There's Chelsea Everton. There's uh, Manchester United crashing out of of the FA Cup. Correct. So yeah, I'm. 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 I'm excited. And you know, to give our viewers what happened, what's going to happen in this episode, like Slow Mo said, the Milan derby, Chelsea's loss to Everton. Liverpool edging out Fulham to go top of the Premier League, United crashing out of the FA Cup, Manchester City almost crashing out and then making a comeback, and Messi aging like fine wine, that breathtaking hat trick against Real Betis, and uh, Juventus losing their first game, so their invincible record has been broken. Slomo, let's begin with the Milan derby, which went in favor yeah. of Inter Milan, which they clearly needed, isn't it? Yeah, they clearly they clearly required that win because they they crashed out of the Europa League and they did this win without uh, the current Icardi saga happening and they didn't have uh, even Nainggolan playing and they won by a convincing not a convincing but I I felt a clear three two win. Mm. Uh, they now go to fifty uh, three points and uh, Milan Arsenal are now on fifty one. Yeah, um, and. Uh, Inter Milan, I think they came with a clear head. They, uh, Spalletti told his players, "Let's just get out that uh, Europa League loss and let's just focus on what is happening in uh, front of us." And uh, the Serie A, it will be exciting now for the third and fourth spot. Absolutely. Because, uh, there's still ten games left in the Serie A, and uh, it's still an open horse race on who will finish third and fourth. Correct. And you know, going into the Milan derby, AC Milan were the one that were. In a better form than Inter because they had like a ten-game unbeaten run, uh, yeah. and uh, Gattuso had clearly uh, fired them up for the derby. Also, with the, like you clearly mentioned, there was the there's the Icardi saga that's going on. Nine Golan injured, Spalletti having some issues, and uh, having been cra- crashed out of the Champions League and Europa League in the same season. Uh, Inter Milan clearly needed that win, isn't it? And what a start they had. When uh, Vasino put them in front, isn't it? Uh, in the third minute itself. Yeah, uh, he so uh, uh, Vasino usually plays back, but here in this game he was allowed to bomber forward, and uh, there was a Perisic header which uh, cushioned it for him, and he smashed the ball in. Uh, Inter's second goal was from a corner. Uh, Stefan De Rich, who was from Lazio, scored a second goal. Uh, AC Milan replied through. Uh, Bakayoko. Through Bakayoko, yeah, the abject Chelsea uh, reject. And, <laughs> that that rhyme, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, then uh, but AC Milan, as clumsy as they are, they gave a penalty, and uh, Martinez he just came out and smashed it in oh, yeah. to give them a three-one lead. But then AC Milan also scored a late a late equalizer, not equalizer. A, Uh, second goal, yeah, yeah, a second yeah, goal. Yeah, a second goal, which was gave it three two, and uh, I was a little edgy towards the game because uh, in 
Milan usually have a little shaky defense this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but AC Milan, they put five forwards on the pitch for for the last ten minutes. Uh, but they still couldn't score. There was some excellent uh, last ditch uh, defending by uh, Ambrosio and uh, in in Inter Milan won the. Battle of uh, Milan. Absolutely, yeah. and you know there was uh, you know Conti was almost sent off for a challenge, uh, but uh, the VAR ruled that off, and it was a clear yellow card. So this game yeah. had everything. This game had the ultras with the Hellboy thing, the Tifo, like you tifo, uh, you say. Um, then um, it had goals, it had tactics, it had players, uh, it had an end-to-end action. And it had yellow cards, not a red card, but yellow cards. So a very uh, spicy Milan derby, something that we've been waiting for over the past few seasons, isn't it? Yeah, because uh, AC Milan have, have had their problems with their finances, and also the team hasn't been up to the mark. Inter Milan have been bought over by by the Chinese, and uh, you can see that it it has been it is being put. Is it is being put into good use and it it has been effects. They mm. they reached they reached the Champions League, which they haven't done for the past uh, six seven seasons. And uh, but they crash out. So Inter Milan and AC Milan, I feel, are still teams in transition and in and in uh, progress. True that, and you know, Slomo, it was a very good weekend in the Serie A because forty two goals were scored. Juventus went down two nil, uh, their first loss of the season. Uh, Napoli were four-two winners at home. There were cert- certain games, Shlomo, that were clearly uh, very end-to-end and uh, were high-goal-scoring games. For example, Sam Doria's five-three win over Sassuolo, and uh, Bologna winning three-two over Torino. Also, an upset there: Spal beating Roma two-one. So, an event eventful weekend in the Serie A, isn't it? And uh, the the battle for three and four has intensified. Also, Napoli kind of going back seven points clear in the second spot, giving them some breathing space. So yeah, yeah. and um, Slomo, as we speak about Italy, let's turn our attentions now to England and go uh, to the FA Cup first because Nuno's side, Nuno Esposito's Wolverhampton Wanderers, knocked out Ole Gunners Manchester United and the second loss in a row in all competitions. After their stellar comeback in the Champions League, do you think the honeymoon period is over for Ole? Oh, oh yeah, it it is definitely over. He now has to also uh, lead them to the fourth spot in the Premier League at least because Spurs uh, are still fighting for third place and they they will battle Arsenal. Uh, his honeymoon period is clearly over because United. Uh, so what Ole has done, he has. Instill confidence in terms for United, but he hasn't got the quality still for United. Yeah, his defense is very very weak. Uh, you can't really depend on Ashley Young to uh, <laughs> defend against a very very fast and counter attacking bull side. You saw the, you saw the second goal, right? Yeah, correct. Was, I did. I did. It was brilliant counter attacking play. Luke Shaw lost the ball and yeah. he. And uh, Diego Jota just ran past him and smashed the ball in with his left foot. Absolutely, uh, and Romero had no chance, Romo, and uh, no chance. And and the foot also was pure poaching ability by uh, uh, 
Jimenez, who I feel is the find of the season absolutely, in the Premier League. Absolutely, very underrated. Uh, very underrated. Very very underrated. And uh, there was in in the build up to the first goal, there was some wonderful play by Jao Moutinho on the wing. He got the ball into the box and he took a shot, but it uh, deflect. Uh, hmm. A United player blo- uh, blocked it, and I feel United just just switched off for like two seconds and. Uh, Jimenez took his shot and smashed it past uh, Sergio Romero. So I feel it was a very, very convincing uh, and very, very well deserved two-one two, win for uh, uh, Wolves, Wolverhampton uh, uh, Wanderers in the yeah. FA Cup, and now they and now they go on to face Watford in the semi-finals. So, yeah, Prasad, who do you, which player for you impressed for Wolves in in this game? Certainly, the two forwards, Jota and Jimenez, and uh, clearly sticking to their manager's plan, uh, who sets his team up for counter-attacking football. And um, uh, people might call it boring, but uh, in the end, the results matter, don't they? And that's what the manager wants of you: is to keep that shape, not allow the opposition spaces, press the opponents when they have the ball, and try to get it back as quick as possible, and then release those forwards on a counter-attack. So that's what happened, and uh, that clearly uh, took the sting out of the game. Shlomo with the second goal, and uh, Jimenez and Jota for me the standout players in that game because uh, clearly the two players who took the uh, game to United and made sure that their manager's plan and the tactics was executed to perfection. So, yeah. so uh, let's go to the blue side of the Manchester. And uh, that was that was going to be another upset here, uh, where Swansea were two 0 up against Manchester City, and we've seen in the past where Manchester City have bottled it in the FA Cup, be it Middlesbrough or be it Wigan on a couple of occasions. Um, what do you make of that comeback from Manchester City? Is a quadruple on for them? Uh, it's still it's still tough to say. If if they reach the semi the finals of the FA Cup, then it's definitely on for them because. The Champions League, they now face Spurs, who they have a good uh, record against in the in overall. And uh, I feel uh, City's major um, strengths are their wing, uh, their uh, wingers. Yeah, you, you have Sterling and Sane bombarding down the wings non-stop, and you have the uh, striker of Sergio Aguero's mm. ability waiting to score some. Aims to score some all types of goals. He's he's he scores penalties, headers, poacher, uh, poacher yeah. goals. So, yeah. and I feel uh, that that's how City are uh, uh, lining up. They still went to nail uh, down and at uh, half time, but they didn't give up. And uh, that's what makes champions, right? You don't give up. You try, try, try. You you fail it's fine right but you're trying so absolutely he uh, got that first goal through uh, Bernardo Silva an excellent left footer yeah um, but the second goal was controversial and they say Sterling died for that goal so uh, Prasad what do you think of the second goal um the decision oh uh, you we've seen in the past few weeks that City have got those decisions in their favor isn't it. If you look at the Watford game where Sterling's offside call was overturned by the official and the City were awarded the goal, I think City is riding high on luck right now. And uh, there have been, uh, uh, you know, 
people on Twitter shouting that there have been a lot of decisions in City's favor. I also felt Slomo that was controversial, and uh, like we've discussed, Slomo that when you consult the VAR, um, there are chances that uh, in slow motion, when there's contact, uh, it looks like the player has been brought down, even though it's a dive. Uh, uh, so dives are very uh, can be sometimes uh, difficult to spot because of the nature of in which the players go down but uh, clearly as i said they're riding high on their luck and uh, knowing the fact that they were bombarding players ahead looking for that equalizer i think that might have uh, uh, tempted the referee to give a penalty so did you think it was a penalty or no it looked like a clear uh, short penalty when uh, Sterling was impended and I felt it was a, a decision and it was a decision because uh, he he was moving at quick pace and let's remember that Sterling is playing in the form of his life. He he, he is confident. He wants to take on defenders. Yeah. And it was a clear um, uh, impending of, of Sterling and uh, Aguero scored but that goal wasn't given to uh, Aguero, it was given to the goalkeeper due to an own goal. Yeah, it hit so the goalkeeper and it went in. It hit yeah, the post, yeah. it hit the goalkeeper and post it went and, in. Yeah, and it's the goalkeeper's legs and it went in. Uh, the third goal also was another very Sergio Aguero Pocheris goal and uh, header. And uh, City now they they face uh, Brighton in the uh, yeah in the semi finals. Yes. So that's how the FA Cup lined up for this weekend we now go on to the other uh, league in the premier league itself, the premier <laughs> league yeah the, the the premier league and uh, prasad do you want to talk about an abject chelsea performance i i'm oh. missing supro right now <laughs> abject seriously even i'm missing supro and i'm also missing the fact that we get to say that the marlboro sales are once again on high because uh, a certain manager might need those cigarettes right away because his side yeah. are totally letting him down at the moment and uh, they look uh, short of ideas as to uh, implement. They were very good in the first half. But Shlomo, we've seen in the past that keeping the possession doesn't get you everything, isn't it? It's the goals that get you the result. Yeah. So Everton clearly with those two goals from Richarlison, the first one. Yeah. And, um, you know, clearly uh, a side who wanted three points, who wanted to get back into the top half of the Premier League uh, table. And clearly uh, Marco Silva with a plan that came off in the second half. And Maurizio Sarri uh, and his side running out of ideas, isn't it? And we all yeah. know his routine substitution, Kovacic for Barkley, Barkley for Kovacic, playing Kante out of position. Signing a Higuain who's only scored against Fulham and Huddersfield and in the Premier League. Um, looking short of ideas, isn't it? So, do you yeah. think that there's there's a need for a revamp there? Uh, they, can't do a, uh, they can't do a revamp because they have been banned for two. Absolutely. Yeah. So, they need to change their system. Um, I feel he needs to play a very, very strong uh, uh, Ruben after cheek more in place of maybe a Jorginho because Jorginho is very very industrious but he doesn't really convert the goals he's barely got two uh, two goals this season mm. uh, Ruben Loftin-Cheek uh, cheek is fast and he can really, really uh, uh, 
he can link up well with Hasan Adoy up front. And Hasan Adoy was criminally underused in this game versus Everton, and uh, we we could see why Chelsea uh, were also lacking in terms of create, uh, creativity yeah, up front. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the major the major chelsea problem right now i think a lot of people have been calling out him is uh, marcus alonso they have been calling him a character of a famous netflix yeah team. correct i was going to get there actually yeah yeah but what do you think why do you think marcus alonso has just gone off, gone on the radar because he was mag- magnificent when conte won the title for chelsea well let's get one thing straight that marcus alonso is a very good wing back and he has that attacking prowess in him that can make him one of the best in the world but when it comes to his defending he becomes a liability at times because he doesn't track back on occasions and uh, that's been the problem because uh, clearly in a system where sari plays a 4-3-3 he has to play as a full back who has to track back and the games that chelsea have lost against arsenal or against the other side it's been marcus alonso's side that has been exposed isn't it and yeah. there's been a lot of space well in conte's side he was a wing back and clearly had uh, a lot of support from pedro and a lot of support from the three center backs behind who were ready to shut the spaces down for the opponent but in terms of uh, this that's the difference isn't it slomo because a 343 and a 433 are two different formations and clearly uh, a 3-4-3 favors alonso not a 4-3-3 where he play, gets to play a left back so that's been one problem slow and chelsea now still sixth in the table um, and the top four looks very difficult for them uh, also slow mo fulham and liverpool played an exciting game where liverpool uh, our 2-1 winners a late milner penalty Uh, do you think Liverpool still have it in them to win the Premier League title? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, they are they are they are uh, two points clear right now, and they hold the psychological advantage over Manchester City. And uh, they, I feel one of the best performances this season was that game versus Bayern Munich at the Allianz Arena where they oh, won three yeah. one. They they beat them very very convincing. They beat the Bayern Munich side three one. Alpha move, which is which is brilliant in terms of uh, what Klopp has got. He has instilled confidence for the for this Liverpool side. He's got the creativity. Uh, creativity. He's got the the most important. He's got uh, defensive stability in terms of having a massive uh, figure of uh, Virgil Van Dijk and the pace of and Andrew Robertson yeah. and Trent Alexander Arnold on the right. So. they definitely have it within them to win the premier league um, and uh, i think another result which we people haven't really been talking about is west ham's win oh yeah a comeback yes. from 3-1 down yeah. isn't it yeah yeah and clearly and javier hernandez was the old chicharito <laughs> yeah the portuguese uh, finishes we saw uh, again of uh, hernandez for uh, west ham and even leicester city earned a comeback 2-1 win after Harry Maguire was sent off in the fourth minute, uh, and his captain rescued uh, West Morgan rescued uh, Leicester City for a, a two a 
for a 2-1 win in the Premier League. Yeah, absolutely. And some of those results that uh, go under the radar when such knockout cup games happen and such a big game like Everton-Chelsea happens. But uh, we are truly reaching the business end of the season. And yeah. we have to also talk about the German league where Dortmund made a comeback from 2-1 down to win 3-2, slow-mo, and Bayern yeah. thrashing Mainz 6-0. So what does that mean, slow-mo, is... That Bayern have a seven-goal advantage over Dortmund, who are tied on points, and yeah. it clearly comes down to the Bayern versus Dortmund game at the Allianz Arena in the first week of April, isn't it? Who gets the go-ahead in the title race? Yes, definitely. Uh, that is the game of the season in the Bundesliga. Um, you can't really say anyone's favorite. Uh, Bayern Munich have been pumping in goals. They have scored 17 goals in in their last three Bundesliga games. But on the other hand, Dortmund have been churning out results. They have within them to uh, win the league. Even their most uh, recent game versus Hertha Berlin, they scored a last-minute winner courtesy of their captain, Marco Reus. So, I feel the Bundesliga is still an open race and that first game, that game in the first week of April should uh, decide the league. Absolutely, slow-mo. And uh, what a battle this is turning out to be after a lot of uh, years of domination from Bayern Munich. So, clearly, uh, uh, the neutrals are fancying a Lucien Favre Dortmund uh, title win uh, to just add to the competition. But uh, let's move on to the Spanish league and let's move on to a player who's aging like fine wine and his name is nothing but else than Lionel Messi. You know, we all know him. Many term him as the GOAT. Many call him one of the GOATs. Well, we love to see him play, isn't it, slow-mo? And what a hat-trick he scored against Betis. Even though that's a uh, team from the second uh, half of the table. But brilliant, isn't it? From a man who's on another level at the moment. Yeah, um, he. Um, that's, that's, been, uh, that's been messy. We all know in the... La Liga people say he has been uh, he he scored a lot of hat tricks versus uh, lower league teams, but I think he he has uh, five uh, Ballon d'Ors to uh, to his name, which is very very uh, credible. And Messi that um, he has been the linchpin uh, linchpin uh, pin for Barcelona this season. His stats for this season read as he's played thirty seven games. He scored uh, 39 goals and he's got 21 assists, which is, which yes. is phenomenal. Yes. And he's got 12. He's he's got now 14 assists in the La Liga, and that's that's also the highest in Europe. The only player who is behind him is uh, Jordan Sancho, who's who's got 12. Oh so, yeah. So uh, that uh, that is how that is how significant Messi is to the current Barcelona squad. And however. Um, uh, uh, however divided we are in terms of who is the greatest of all time, be it uh, 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 Ronaldo or Messi, I am of the opinion that we have to really, really enjoy what we are seeing in world football at, at the moment. Uh, Ronaldo scored a hat-trick versus Atletico Madrid last week and Messi has uh, has responded that, okay, I am also going to score a hat-trick and he scored a magnificent hat-trick that Third goal was out of this world that chipped uh, ball 
Wow, and he meant that, and he knows what to yeah. do, isn't it? And that's the best part of it, because you you don't know what to expect from this guy, and this guy clearly raises the bar every week with his every performances, week, yeah. and that reminds me of a certain manager who's come back, uh, our magician Zizou, and he's got Real Madrid back on track, a two nil win, uh, Isco and Bale scoring slow mo, and Isco and Bale was certainly not. someone to fit in the solari team but uh, yeah. zinedine zidane's got them back on and they've contributed to the win do you think uh, he's one of the best man management managers in the world and do you think uh, this is a resurgence for real madrid now uh, we can't really say if this has been this is a, a, a this is a resurgence for real madrid it's too early to say because they are season is over they have been uh, uh, dumped out of the copa del rey by barcelona they lost to Ajax in in the Champions League and they are now twelve points uh, uh, gap between them and uh, Barcelona in the La Liga. But in terms of man management, I think Zidane is is the best in the world. Um, if if you compare him to uh, Ferguson, Ferguson is known to get angry, and we all know how he treated David Beckham back in two thousand three. Uh, but uh, Zidane. he knows he because i think he's been a player and he knows how it feels maybe to play under a manager and how to talk to how to talk to players who are so passionate and who have big egos and they will get angry for no rhyme uh, or i think that's why so uh, zidane's main strength i think is empathy is understanding how your opposite player or a player who's playing for the stature for a uh, Club like Real Madrid knows, so I think that's why Zidane won three consecutive Champions League for Real Madrid. Absolutely, and we're heading into the international break this week, and this is one episode before. we go into the international break it's not been the best of the weekends but it has been a cracking one in terms of football we're going to miss football for like a week now uh, you have the uefa nations league that's going to be there played uh, some friendlies that are going to be played which uh, will take place also uh, a very sensational win for inter milan um, a wonderful performance from lionel messi juventus losing their first uh Serie A game of the season so their invincible record has been shattered ole losing his second game in a row um as united boss united dumped out of the FA Cup man city making a comeback everton handing chelsea and the loss the chelsea fan base is in meltdown liverpool edging fulham and a very fiercely german title race that's going on slow mo so much to talk about as we go towards the business end of the season We are into double digits on the unofficial VAR. This is episode ten, Slomo. And uh, before we go, would you like to add anything on your thoughts on this episode? Who's at the wheel now? <laughs> I, knew, <laughs> I knew there was something coming like that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so Ole, so uh, uh, Emery's got Unai's got one wheel, and Nuno's got the other wheel. And Tuchel, it, Tuchel kind of like, had uh, one of the wheels. Yeah, Tuchel kind of had it, one of the wheels. Is it like Shole, uh, like uh, Amita Bachchan in one and uh, Dharmendra in one? Like who's at the wheel? You still don't know, right? So <laughs> and Pep, and, and 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 they go and they go and defeat uh, Ole in Manchester United. Pep, Pep might have one more wheel coming next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in in the 
एब्सोल्युटली एंड आई थिंक युनायटेड चेल्सी इज ऑल्सो लेफ्ट सो सारी माइट हैव अन अदर व्हील बट बिफोर युनायटेड युनायटेड फॅन्स ट्यून आउट ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट लोमो रॅपिंग अप विथ थिंग्स दॅट थँक्यू सो मच एव्हरी वन फॉर लिस्टिंग टू दी अनऑफिशियल वी आर वी आर ओव्हरवेल्म विथ द परफॉर्मन्स सुप्रतीम कुड नॉट जॉईन अस ऑन दिस एपिसोड बट हील बी बॅक सून अँड स्लोमो इज बीन अ फॅन्टॅस्टिक अॅनलिस्ट हिअर ऑन दिस एपिसोड आय होप आय हॅव बीन अ गुड होस्ट हिअर्स युअर होस्ट प्रसाद भूतकर अँड को होस्ट स्लोमो सॅम्युअल सायनिंग आउट I hope you enjoyed this Hubhopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info@hubhopper.com. That's info@hubhopper.com and we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.